0: Welcome back, everyone. Another Taurus Tech Talk here at the SG Taurus Company. I'm your host, Matt and We're down in our Mansfield branch today. And we're down here to do a nice tech talk with one of our great technical support representatives, Mark Gunther. Mark, welcome back to the podcast. Good to have you on again.
1: Nice to be back with you, Matt.
0: Today, Mark, we're going to be going over the importance of getting a heat load calculation in a home for really any system that you're putting into a home. Let's start with the very basic overview of it. Why is getting heat load calculation so important when you're putting a new system into a home?
1: Well, whether you're designing a brand new system for a new home or you're retrofitting to an old system, two things, it gives the customer confidence that you know what you're doing and you're sizing their house correctly and you're sizing it not in a general sense, but you're sizing it to that house specifically. So, it gives the customer a little uh, you know, a sense that The way this guy really knows what he's doing or girl really knows what they're doing. And not only that, it gives the contractor confidence that what they're putting in is exactly what the customer needs. For those out there who, you know,
0: I know this is probably repeating old information for folks, but what exactly is the process of getting heat load calculation?
1: Well, whether you're designing a system for heating or cooling, you need a heat load calculation to see what the house gains and what the house loses in cooling or heating. And we're putting in a system that's not too big, not too small, but it's in the range of what will heat that house and what won't. A system that's too big is going to short cycle. It's going to turn on and off because it's going to satisfy too fast. A system that is too small is going to continually run and never give you the comfort that you're looking for. So there is a range that you need to be within to have nice, steady comfort whether it's heating or cooling and all.
0: When you talk about the system itself, getting this done, you and I talked before this podcast here, you mentioned that it's going to take some of the stress off of your equipment itself, and that's going to lead to a longer equipment life. Can you just touch on that for us?
1: Sure. Well, when you properly design a system, it's going to have longer run time, and therefore in cooling, it's going to dehumidify more. And on days like today where it's raining out, boy, that would really, it really makes the house feel comfortable when you're not feeling, sometimes you look at the thermostat and you say, is that running? Because the temperature might be the same, 72, or whatever you have it set at, but the humidity levels rise over the course of the day. And if your system can't pull that moisture out of it, you're going to feel just as uncomfortable as if you had no air conditioning at all. And you're sticking to the counters. That's you're sticking right. to the
0: couch. That's right. You mentioned at startup, this is a help as well how does this help with the startup of a system
1: well if you have a properly designed system then the ease and startup which is the most stressful time for equipment because it's turning right on at the highest speed if it's overly designed or under designed it's going to work twice as hard as it would if it's properly set up and uh, sized you want the ease and startup for any piece of equipment that you put in, whether it's heating or cooling. This can
0: be done in both residential and commercial
1: applications, correct? Both residential and commercial should have a properly designed heat load calc to size the equipment. There's two different types of heat load calcs out there there's a manual J for mostly residential, and commercial you use a manual S sometimes on designing that. Both are going to give you a very good accurate reading of what your space is going to use for heating and cooling. In the commercial space how does
0: getting this the the manual S, how does getting that help not only the contractor in terms of getting more jobs because in the commercial world we know a lot of it is so much based on word of mouth but in the commercial application for your customer how does it help to get this when you're looking at these Massive buildings that might have open areas, you know, they have a cubicle area in one area, but then a bunch of small offices How does getting
1: this load calculation correct help the end user? Well, by doing a heat load calculation on a commercial space, you can actually give the uh, homeowner or building owner. Maybe you give them a couple of options of different systems for different uses in that space. You might have a lot of offices in one area and you might have warehouse in another. Totally. Now you don't have one system trying to handle both spaces. You can just break them up, and by doing a heat load calc on the different areas, you'll get exactly what you need. And a commercial warehouse space, it's totally different design than a uh, office space. So you would want to have two different systems. It just gives you more flexibility, and it will save them money in the long and, run. In a long run, you will save
0: them a lot of money. Can a heat load calculation be done for ductless applications? We talk a lot on the podcast about getting ductless applications done.
1: Oh, it absolutely should be, and it's going to make sure your design is is what it should be. It's not oversizing the system, it's not undersizing the system. It's going to deliver the correct amount of airflow and BTUs to the space. You really should be changing a customer if you don't do a heat load calculation, because there are things that you you can't, the days of just walking into a house and, and looking what's there and say, we'll just mimic it, are over. You have to know how much loss you have in the space. Well, we, we talked
0: on what information is needed for Emmanuel J with Phil Valpy on a prior tech talk, and he had the anecdote of when he started the business, and we all know, Phil, that that was a while back. You'd stand out at the curb and you'd have a cutout and said small, medium, large home, and that's how you would size it. Obviously now that's a little different.
1: There's more to it. There is um, better building designs, better insulation, and you have to account for these things. Solar gain in in air conditioning mode is is crucial, I mean you get a lot of these commercial buildings or a lot of the new houses with a lot of windows that face towards the sun. You have to account for that solar gain in the afternoon. So without doing a heat load calculation, I know it takes a little longer. Well, boy, it certainly gives you the confidence that you're doing the job right. And then there's no issues later on. Oh, geez, this is not cooling or this is not heating well. If you've done a proper heat load calculation, you're going to be spot on. Great. Well,
0: thank you, Mark. And obviously, this is something we've touched on the information we needed. But now we're talking about why it's so important. And Mark gave a lot of great information there. So make sure getting Manual J, Manual S, the heat load calculation done residential or commercial, we have guys here that can help you with it. Our tech guys know who to put you in touch with, so reach out to any of them, whether it be Mark, Phil, Ken, Russell, John, any of these guys can help you out or talk to your territory manager. They can get you in touch with the right person as well. I want to thank you all for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, all those places you can find a podcast. We're on there. Search Taurus Tech Talk. Make sure to follow along on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Use the hashtag Taurus Tech Talk. And you can catch all of our podcasts on our website, sgtaurus.com podcasts. I want to thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you next week on Taurus Tech Talk.